This is Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's our Madden Monday podcast for the week here at Breakfast with Benz. Mark Madden, Tim Benz with you. Mark on 3 to 6, Monday through Friday at 105.9 The X, the home for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mark and I are right here at PPG Paints Arena. We're going to get to the Penguins and their victory 3 nothing over the Vegas Golden Knights in a little bit, but kind of combining the two themes, the two events of the day, Mark, before we dive feet first into Browns and Steelers, we have to talk about the greatest heel turn in Pittsburgh Penguins history with Alex Nedeljkovic coming out in his post-game interview session after a shutout for the Pens wearing a Miles Garrett jersey. And I asked him how he felt DTR played and if he can get the Browns to where they want to go deputizing for uh, Deshaun Watson because I don't care about a shutout. I've seen plenty of shutouts. I care about a Penguins goalie coming out for the press conference wearing a bronze jersey on the day the Browns beat the Steelers. So he's aces high in my book. That's good stuff. I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury came out that one night before the Super Bowl wearing the Steelers helmet. This is a far more memorable moment, don't you think? It's too easy to babyface. Got to go heel. (laughs) And he did, and did so beautifully. It was almost like he played the role of, what? oh, I didn't even notice I was wearing this old thing. Where did this come from? I, I didn't even know I had it on. No, he went out of the room to put it on specifically for the interview. <laughs> so he knew what he was doing for sure. All right, we'll come back to the Pens and Nadelkovich in a little bit because that's worth talking about uh, more extensively. But, Mark, what's your prediction for how early in the show on Mike Greenberg's Get Up on Monday morning, he says, yeah, I know the Steelers lost against Cleveland, but Mike Tomlin has solidified his coach of the year candidacy by holding that game within a field goal. Yeah, he didn't even know what players to have on the field half the time. Oh he was my burning God. timeouts early. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I mean Kenny Pickett's the 
the lead actor in today's little drama in The Lost of Cleveland because he was horrible. But, but I mean, Mike Tomlin, I mean, I'm not sure he covered himself in glory. I, I mean, Matt Canada has dropped down to number three heel, you know, if we're using wrestling lingo all yes. podcast. I mean, I, I just think Pickett might be the worst starting quarterback in the league. I'm not even sure he's a starter. And if I were Mike Tomlin, I would give serious thought to starting Mitch Trubisky, maybe even Mason Rudolph, uh, in the game at Cincinnati because I know we're assuming a win because Joe Burrow's hurt. Don't assume that. Uh, that game's in play because the way the Steelers' offense is, they're going to have trouble scoring points on anybody and everybody. They're already an underdog in Cincinnati to Jake Browning. Because of the quarterback. The quarterback barely threw for 100 yards today. I think he got over 100 at that garbage time play with two seconds left when they tried the laterals. Yeah. Okay, so he's not good. Okay, we've all pretended it was Matt Canada's fault. We talked about the drops, which Deontay had another one today. But he can't complete a pass from you to me. And we're sitting in pretty close proximity, Tim. Uh, he's just awful. I mean, I don't know how to, like, even offer a disclaimer. Like, he's awful, but, you know, okay, he missed this throw, but he made that throw. He's terrible, period. And anybody who's defended him through all this looks pretty dumb right now. And anybody who still defends him looks absolutely insane. To that point, look at what the conversation was after we found out that Watson and Burrow were lost this week for the season, respectively, for Cincinnati and Cleveland. It immediately turned to, for as bad as Kenny Pickett is, he's no worse than the second-best quarterback now in the North, and that's quickly been disproven. Thompson Robinson was far better than he was today. Is that his name, Thompson Robinson? Yeah. I just go with DTR. It's easier. Uh, Yeah, DTR outperformed him today. DTR led a game-winning drive. The possession immediately fourth after, quarter DTR. Well, the and, and he did that immediately after possession where Pickett couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff where he's a fourth quarter guy, the clutch guy. He looked flustered and scared the whole game, not least in the fourth quarter with the game on the line. It speaks to what they are not willing to do, try to do, or maybe the plays are being called and Pickett's just not willing to do it. But Mark, I counted six passes on third downs today that were thrown short of the sticks. Um, and there was a seventh that was going to be a screen pass to Najee Harris that got batted down that didn't have a prayer. Well, Charlie Batch has said, and I, I forget, uh, you know, what, what format, what platform rather, that the, the throws in the middle are there and they're being called and he doesn't want to try them. Like, he is, he, he, like the game plan is risk-averse, certainly, but Kenny Pickett is even more risk-averse. I listened to his post game, and he said something to the effect when he was asked the question of, do you have confidence in yourself? And he said, I always have confidence in myself, but he sure doesn't play like it. Well, Tim, here comes the Zamboni. Zamboni guy, right on, brother. There we go. You guys who make the ice, you're the reason we won tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, how could he have confidence? And not only that, Tim, how could the boys have confidence in him now? Najee Harris said some things that could be interpreted as not being crazy about the quarterback play. Uh, the body language of the receivers is horrific. You know, I, I he could easily lose the dressing room if he hasn't already because it is not far-fetched to say that he's the main reason they're losing. Now, the defense, I think the defense is overrated. Like, um, there was a graphic today during the game that for total defense, rushing defense, passing defense, the Steelers are – number 25 in the league or worse in all those. But they do get timely turnovers. They make splash plays. I mean, hey, that's the way Tomlin 
wants the defense to make splash plays. But, but Kenny Pickett's the main reason they lost today. And in a lot of games they lost, he's been the main reason they lost. And I think that the citizens are actually starting to catch on to that. Like, and it's not all Matt Canada failing. I mean, there's still certainly some some bastions of that, people hanging on to the fire Matt Canada thing. But who are you going to bring in to be the offensive coordinator to make this scrub quarterback look like anything other than a non-starter? What, are you going to bring Bill O'Brien, Kyle Shanahan, dip one in the other, get a combination thereof, maybe the illegitimate love child thereof? I mean, I don't see how you fix this guy. And it's starting to look like a bad draft pick. That I always thought, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I criticized the pick right away, but I did wonder if the coach romanticized bringing the pit guy across the parking lot because the coach likes a good story. Or the owner didn't want to relive the story that daddy and granddaddy went through. Well, if that's the case, then he's insane. Because if he, if he thought Kenny Pick was even remotely comparable to Dan Marino, the only thing they had in common was with this college they went to. Unfortunately, I think there's a lot in common between Pickett and the two guys you just mentioned because I don't think either backup option is any good either. If it's me, okay, and they won't do this, Pickett's starting for sure. I would bench him because he doesn't give you the best chance to win the way he's playing, especially the last two weeks. I'd start Mason Rudolph because he has proven nothing this year and the other two have proven they stink. I was just about to ask you, yeah, because Trubisky's proven he still looks like the guy who came in last year. Now, that said with Trubisky, I don't think he'd be afraid to throw the ball oh, down Obviously. Oh, <laughs> I mean, well, no, but I'd rather have that. I'd rather have a guy take some risk and make a mistake than just die the death of a thousand cuts at quarterback, which is exactly what happened today. One point I want to get back to that you brought up about the defense. It was somewhere in the third quarter where CBS made mention, I think at a graphic to support it, that there had been no pressures from either Alex Highsmith or T.J. Watt. Now, they both made six tackles in the run game. They only averaged 3.3 yards per carry, did the Browns. They only put up 13 points. Those guys were sound, but they're not paid to be sound. They're paid to be superstars. They're paid to do what they did against Cleveland the first time. And aside from one sack from Watt, they didn't really sniff a play like that. I think Watt's worn out. I think I don't think he's hurt, but I think, you know, he's, he's what, almost 30, and he plays at a breakneck pace all the time, and the defense has been on the field an awful lot this year. I think he puts everything he has in every snap, and maybe that's part of the problem. I think we've always overrated Highsmith because he occasionally has a brilliant game, but I think he's Robin. That's all he is. And uh, they obviously missed Minka today. I thought the inside linebackers weren't terrible, though. Roberts made 15 tackles. I mean, like, there's something to be said for making too many tackles, like you're on the field too much. But actually, I'll give him credit. I thought he played well and did what he needed to do against a Browns team that clearly just wanted to run themselves. But, but, but even the, the safeties, I mean, it's not like they got ripped apart. You know, I mean, the defense, considering all its inadequacies via injury, did okay. Before we get to hockey, another point to bring up regarding uh, the Steelers and their tendency to be scared. I think you talked about Minka Fitzpatrick briefly there, but there's more to it as it ties to Watt. I think that with Fitzpatrick out, they're afraid to blitz and get creative with other ways to generate a pass rush because they're afraid to get burned over the top. 100% true. It's evident just by... I mean, just by watching the network feed. I always say, if you can figure something out on the network feed, then it's obvious. And I, and I saw what you're talking about. Not just this game, either. 
I mean, you know, Mink has been out for a bit, but I think maybe got exacerbated with Trenton Thompson. No knock on him. He's in a tough situation having to actually start today. He actually made a couple plays. Yeah, but he dropped one, too, when he went from sun to shade on that interception. That could have been big. Tim, he's on the practice squad. <laughs> well, I mean, catch the ball when it's in your face. But I do. he did completely lose it. Like, his hands were wide open. He didn't know where the ball was, and it just clunked off his face. You know, like I said, I mean, my expectations diminish for guys who come into a situation like that. Did Walker play a lot? I mean, did... I didn't see his snap counts. Whoever the other inside linebacker was on most of the snaps, I didn't notice him stinking. And, you know, maybe they never used anybody but Roberts. I don't know. Let's get to hockey, Mark. You said you'd go with uh, Mason Rudolph. Would you go with uh, Alex Nedeljkovic, regardless of what jersey he's wearing on Wednesday against the Rangers? For sure I would. And that's not a knock on Jari, who I thought played good enough to win at Carolina. Um, But then again, there's that unfortunate habit he has and the Penguins have. You know, Sid tied the game and they gave up a goal like within, I don't know exactly, like within 90 seconds anyway, right? But, uh, but yeah, I, I think that this needs to be more of a meritocracy when you're hovering around 500 and you didn't make the playoffs last year and every point counts. Djokovic played great tonight. He was sharp. He was on the top of his crease. He smothered pucks, didn't spill bad rebounds. I would absolutely start him Wednesday at home against the Rangers. What is it with them and shutouts? Like they, you know, they, it's almost like they need a shutout to win. That's because they need a shutout to win. <laughs> Although tonight, how about tonight, Nolachari scores, Ryan yeah. Graves scores. Uh, and I give Ryan Graves credit. He's, he's been the subject of some criticism by the citizens. I think he's played very well. I think he's a great partner for Latang too. So, I mean, not that they expect him to score many goals. I was glad to see him get one just so people have no excuse but to talk about it in a positive light. I think Achari's mostly been awful, to be blunt, but I thought he played good tonight. So much so, they were double-shifting him at the end of the game. He was out there with, uh, was it Geno's line, I think? Yeah. What did you think they did better in these last two games after the bad game against New Jersey? Uh, better in the neutral zone. When they play well... They generally have a real steady forecheck but know how to regroup and, you know, keep the other team from counterattacking swiftly even when they do beat the forecheck. So that. Mark, I saw Evan Washburn's halftime interview report following his conversation with Mike Tomlin. I don't think he made it up. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what's funny? That's totally blown over. Nothing bad's going to happen to Carissa Thompson. And really, who cares? She's small potato. She's a bit player on Amazon broadcast. I mean, they're big money people with Thursday Night Football, but who cares? I mean, she ain't Boomer Esiason or Bill Cowher or anybody on Fox or, you know, the big network. So, I mean, whatever. But she did something that is really unforgivable and then tried to lie her way out of it. I mean, but who cares? She's small potatoes. The one comment that really bothered me was Kelly Stafford the wife of Matt Stafford, who said if this was a guy, nobody would be talking about it. I'm sorry, it's the other way around. If this is a guy, the guy would be fired. Well, first off, who cares what Mrs. Quarterback says? Okay, what business is it of hers? Who is she? She's somebody who married somebody famous, which she thinks doesn't matter, especially in this case. But she illustrated part of the problem. that I don't know if she posted it, but when I saw that on Twitter, there was a photo of her and Matt Stafford socializing with Carissa Thompson and somebody else. Carissa Thompson, as someone who covers the team or covers football, is not supposed to be socializing with Matt Stafford. That's the way the business works. Used to work. Used to work. Well, it's working less and less that way, yeah, which is a sad fact. But uh, but I I don't know. I I don't care what Mrs. Quarterback has to say, not even a little bit. Uh, Finally, Marco, will you be wearing a Miles Garrett jersey tomorrow during your show? 
Uh, no, I mean, it, it's better for business when the Steelers uh, win. But, I mean, I, I, I thought they could lose today. I predicted the Steelers to win 16-14. I wasn't far off. Just the, the, the winner got flipped. But uh, they're 13-12 Steelers. I think they're going to lose at Cincinnati now. I will predict that now, and I probably will, will make that prediction again on the show this week. Uh, I think Cincinnati is a, is a decent team beyond Joe Burrow. I mean, I think he was the biggest part, but, I mean, they'll be functional without him. And I think given the extra time off and the way the Steelers are frustrated with how they played at Cleveland, I think that's a recipe for Cincinnati to figure something out, don't you? Yeah, I mean, they're favored for a reason. And I think it's funny, Mark, for, for all the national attention that Tomlin gets and for all the national hype the Steelers have gotten for surviving to 6-3, and three, it rarely reflects in the gambling lines. And I know those two things aren't wed. But, you know, they were underdogs coming into today. Yeah. Um, I, I, tell you, I couldn't believe that the under was 33 in today's game, and it came under. He didn't even get threatened. I mean, that's one of the lowest unders I can remember. How about you? I've seen one at 32, but that's the lowest NFL over-under I can remember. Well, Mr. Friday Afternoon took Vegas in the under in tonight's hockey game as a parlay, so I should have known immediately to go in the other direction. But... Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think Cincinnati's going to figure something out because I think they're going to say, okay, Pittsburgh stunk against Cleveland. Cleveland wasn't great either. Maybe somehow, you know, with, with Pittsburgh having Pickett and Cleveland having DTR, maybe somehow even with our backup we can finagle our way back into this. And I think if they do falter, it won't be this game against Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's 43 passes that DTR threw. 43 and he was only sacked one time and barely pressured at all. So He won that good, though. He won that good. He threw some bad balls just like Pickett. But, but he did get them where they need to go down the stretch. And Njoku dropped four as well. That's true, too. And, and I thought he'd be what kills the Steelers. He's, he's really become reliable. Just a bad day for him, I think. But I thought the Steelers, I mean, we talk about their defense. And I know it's a lot of jabronis in there, you know, because of the injuries. I thought their coverage on that last Cleveland drive was horrible. I mean, there were guys just wide, wide. Order had a bad day today. Right. Got, oh, yeah, he did. But maybe they're asking him to do too much. I mean, eh, you know, you can't. He's a, he's a de facto first-round pick, first pick of the second round. He should do better. But uh, I, I just thought those guys were wide, wide open with a game on the line. Mark Madden is on at 3 o'clock today, so be listening. He's on until 6. Plenty of uh, coverage coming up for the Penguins, too, as they play on Wednesday night against the Rangers. Then they got two over Thanksgiving weekend. We'll be on for Madden Ben's Unfiltered, 9.30 a.m. on Monday morning. Check it out on the Trib Live Facebook. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. 
As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Extreme. 